0: Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can also find me on social media at
1: no Clutch Nate.
2: My name is Rebecca Johnson and I'm one of the hosts of Supergirl Radio and I'm a contributor to a Justice League Universe podcast. And I am fascinated by the change in Enchantress's hairstyle in this minute. How so? Uh, well, there's one uh, shot where she turns her head and it looks like, I don't know if she has short hair or if she's just put it up. But I, I thought it was interesting when I was rewatching this that for most of the movie, Enchantress has that dirty look to her and her hair's down. It looks really raggedy. And here she's either got it up or it's cut. So I, I, I guess Enchantress was like, I'm going to take over the world. I need a new look. I can't go around looking dirty i gotta be presentable for when i take over the world
0: mm-hmm. so i'm just mm-hmm. i'm very
2: fascinated by that choice
0: yeah it is her transformation into what is like heart restored enchantress like v- very uh, i don't want to say questionable but it's such a drastic change from the way she was shown like being um like when she Originally takes over June Moon to the way she is now and is very kind of like, I, I guess it is just like her royal attire now. Mm. It's like, which is kind of weird. I don't know. Like her brother doesn't have that in any capacity. Like she, I don't know. She's it, more deity-esque. Yeah. But, mm. it's, but it's, I would almost expect her to transform into looking more like her brother. Yeah. Like, like two more, giants or yeah yeah, just have like having that like that consistency yeah that design that he has like she would be that godlike celestial being that would look similar to him um this looks like she's still like bound to the form of june moon yeah but she's like i'm gonna put on this padme amadala outfit real quick you know (laughs) so it is it is very interesting like just to turn around with that um Again, I, 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 I wish I knew. I wish I, We could just say magic. It's magic.
1: <laughs> it's magic. Magic hairstyles. <laughs> Speaking magic hairstyles. of magic, uh,
0: today we're talking about minute 108, which is going to start with Diablo breaking out of his vision uh, with the use of magic, question mark. And then the minute is going to end with Incubus introducing himself to the Suicide Squad. Um, so uh, anyone want to start this one off? Boss fight. Boss fight? Not no, yet. that's the end of the minute. But
1: uh, yeah, so... Um, I mean, we were talking about it yesterday where Diablo knows that it's it's not right, mm-hmm. that he was the one uh, ultimately in charge of kind of putting his life into shambles, mm-hmm. setting the house on fire, yes. the choices that he made and all yes. that stuff. It's good that he is smart and strong enough to snap out of that vision. Yeah. That, you know, the, the destruction that he caused is... It's such a great toll on him that he, that, you know, not not even a magic vision can, can subside his pain that he felt uh, with the use of a, you know, killing his family and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's both smart and strong. That's what you said, Nate. And I I totally agree with that because he's smart enough to realize it because he, he himself doesn't feel deserving of that kind of lifestyle Mm -hmm. and strong enough because he, is actually a magic metahuman, like he's a magic based metahuman, and so he uh, you haven't seen Shazam yet, Nate? No, I haven't. Uh, Rebecca, have you seen Shazam? I have oh okay. just assume that um, I'm behind the cuff on literally everything that we do, Mark okay, so <laughs> this isn't really a spoiler because you are uh, you read a lot of comic books, Nate, okay, but the only Come thing on. that can defeat magic mm-hmm. is magic right. is said by Dr. Savannah. So, with that being said, that is why Diablo can break this okay. mission. So, you called it where you said like your whole the reason you lo- like you like this film, Nate, is because it introduces magic. It was the you walking out of the theater going, "There's magic now introduced in the DC universe mm-hmm. with this movie." Like, and I'm we, cool with it. Here we go. Yeah, but yeah. So, so magic can defeat magic. Um, so
1: you think that because of his magical influence that he is still aware of magical influence (laughs) yes if you can drive if you know how to drive a car you're not
0: surprised when the tire goes flat i don't know i was trying to i was trying to get there (laughs) i don't know i was really trying to help you out here it's
1: just not a surprise to him yeah yeah because he's he's dipped his his little toesies in the magic pool
0: yeah absolutely and i think um he helps Rick Flagg because I think Rick Flagg goes, "Hey, this ain't right," but he can't do anything about it until Diablo's like, "Hey, you guys gotta snap out of it. This. Mm-hmm. this is ba-. And then he starts to go, "He's right. Like this, this ain't right. This ain't normal. Like this, this ain't right." Are we bummed we didn't get the rest of uh, the squad's visions? They is wrote, it too much? They, they cons- they conceptualize Captain Boomerang having one. But they never shot or did anything with it. Was that the pinky thing that you said? It was like a like, it was like a, it was like him like Scrooge McDuck hanging and like swimming in coins. (laughs) I'm trying to think what it's like. It was it was basically him just surrounded by like pink unicorns and beer and 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 like it was like a very like, like an acid trip. Yeah, kind of. Really? Like a very like it was just like him floating and like just being surrounded by unicorns and money and like basically the the end credits yeah. where it's like doing the whole like yeah here's all the bullets and knives but yeah. it, instead it was just like here's all the things that we've been saying captain boomerang likes pink unicorns and beer diamonds and boomerangs and, yeah and, and then it was like oh this is his vision and i guess it's supposed to be for comedy's sake but they're mm-hmm. like whatever we can just do the, the four and get it over yeah with. we gotta we're trying to end on like an emotional note let's yeah. do, put the jokes to the side here you know.
2: Yeah, well, well, I think that would have been really funny and a good insight into this Captain Boomerang. I do think the idea of the family and you know people you love, I think, is the, the core thing they're trying to get through these visions. Now, Katana, you might have been able to connect K- Katana to those with her husband. So I could see that happening. But I, I want to go back to that point that you made about... Uh, Diablo uh, being uh, emotionally strong enough to get out of the vision because that's such a good point because he could have easily succumbed to the vision like everybody else was Mm -hmm. he could have just you know he could have gone to kick it with his wife Mm -hmm. he could have been into that but he decided to break out of it because he knew that it wasn't right so I think that's a really good point
0: yeah absolutely like it it, we all want (laughs) like those things but it's like It's, I don't know, it's, I guess, like, thinking back to Superman, it's like, of course, Superman wants to go home, and, like, have dinner with Lois, and, you know, but Superman has stuff to do, like, he's got, he decided he wanted to help save, not just America, but, like, the whole world from its problems, and so, like, he goes out there, and he slaves over that, and he, like, he, and it's the, it's like, you want it, but it's, like, it's discipline Mm -hmm. and so it is being that strong and um again you know just diablo not feeling like he deserves that because he's like his own uh tormentor
1: his own worst enemy
0: yeah there you go perfect that's a song as well it's also a song thank you (laughs) nate (laughs) couldn't come up with the opera one but you can come up with those yeah i got i can do pop (laughs) I i can do pop music um and again this goes to like uh Uh, You know, if we're seeing this film for the first time, and you know Diablo's character is very off-putting at first, um, this goes back to like reaffirming like what a good character he's developed into. Um, And you know, like seeing it for the first time in theaters, I was like, wow, this Diablo character is, and like I was like, is this my favorite character of this movie? Because I did not expect that. I thought he was going to be like my least favorite. I thought he was going to probably like die, like Slipknot style. Rest in peace. But like he, I thought he was gonna like just be one of those who like one and done, got out of here. Like, but I did not expect Diablo to have this development and and to actually help the team in such a way. Um, I was very surprised, at least.
2: Yeah, it's- I think this minute especially gives a lot of insight into. His capability to uh, step up and be a leader because he's the one who gets them out of the vision and tells them what's going on, and then he approaches Enchantress. Mm-hmm. He 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 steps out and says, "You know, look, this is this is the deal. You can't have these people because they're my people." So he becomes a leader in this minute, which I think is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's really it was- good. It's like uh, his uh, Deadshot's pep talk kind of kind of got to him.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and and it kind of shows that that Deadshot isn't the leader. Like there is no real leader. Like they're all just that core of a group where it's like mm-hmm. either one of them could like take point. And when the Suicide Squad does go to confront Enchantress, it is Diablo who is leading that that walk down the steps. And I think yeah, you're absolutely right. That is a really powerful moment where it's like he breaks out of it and he confronts her. It's not like he breaks them out and then Deadshot goes up and confronts her. It's like he's leading that group now after being so reclusive and isolated from the rest of them. So it is like the character development was so well done for this character. Um, it is actually very good. Uh, when he breaks the um, the three out of their visions as well, you kind of get like snippets of them again, like kind of explaining their vision where Harley Quinn says like, you know, we were married and then Deadshot says I killed the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, Although we disagreed on that. Uh, I thought what was funny was that he was like, Diablo says, no, homie, you don't want that. But Harley Quinn says, I want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, maybe she's talking about like her vision, but I thought if she was saying, I want, you know. To kill the to bat. Yeah, the yeah. Bat. I was yeah. like, okay, I, I can see that. Yeah,
1: like, I like that. I like think about it as more of um, Harley's like envious of Deadshot's vision. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, I, I want that. <laughs> oh, awesome. I, I wanted to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny very
0: cool um i really like that one um so they go and they confront enchantress and this is where we it's it's not hard hitting but it's it is that magic talk between enchantress and diablo where she says how long you've been able to see and he says my whole life um and then she's saying that that the basically the uprising of all these metahumans is a symbol of change that's going to be happening with the world. And so it it seems very important for the DC cinematic universe because we're, that is like the world building stuff that people like to see in these movies. Um, when we see these movies and see how they connect, it is stuff like that we go. To me, that's excellent world building. But it seems to kind of like, it's like, it's not hard hitting. And I feel like I want it to be, but I don't know if you guys want it to be a little more discussed. I don't know.
1: Um, I I like to. So at first, my first thought is um, this is a movie, the the next movie in the line. Where in the last movie, the villain was, uh, you know, trying to drive the the, the notion home of eradicating metahumans, mm-hmm. like Luthor and everything like that. This villain is more of embracing that kind of deal. So I I like to think that there's. A, a different um obviously a different villain that we're seeing in mm-hmm. this movie compared to lex Luthor, but it's more oh, yeah. um like it's 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 the exact opposite of what happened so it's you know we're getting a movie that's not just like all right kill kill all metahumans because they're bad type thing it's it's embracing the metahuman um and yeah that, I, yeah go for it
2: i i would agree with that because even amanda waller yeah. Embraces the mm-hmm. change with metahumans and being able to use them for the government's purposes. She's kind of the uh, opposite of Lex Luthor in a way is that she she wants to embrace the fact that these people exist and use them for her her end goal. Uh, and I think I think the, the idea that this, you know, this movie Suicide Squad it does make wonder woman and shazam possible so it it opens the door to a wider dc universe because there is a lot of magic and a lot of magical characters um and so i think it's a it's a it's a new introduction to other things other than just superpowers we've Mm -hmm. seen cool gadgets with batman we've seen awesome superpowers with superman and we've uh, you know, gotten a little bit of magic with Wonder Woman, but you know, uh, Suicide Squad really opens that door to say, hey, magic does exist in this world and this makes more things possible. So I do like that. And the dialogue, the line, the the meta humans are a sign of change. That's a cool line of dialogue. Yeah. I know some of the dialogue in this movie is not great, but that is a great line. Yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely. I wonder if um these members of the squad have thought about that uh phrase. To them, to their own selves. I, 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 like picturing Deadshot sitting there thinking about like his next job or whatever, and like thinking just about his his job. And um, you know, if if that thought ever crossed him. like these metahumans are a sign of change. I don't know if Deadshot ever um, like I'm, I wonder if his thought was just like I'm good at my job, I can do this, and not thinking that I have an ability type thing. <laughs> um, but like uh, imagining Diablo. I don't see Diablo thinking about that too much because he has so much uh, like anger towards his own self that I don't think he would put metahumans on that big of a pedestal. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, well, that would change their jobs and the way they operate if they ran across somebody who was magical. I mean, Mm -hmm. even thinking about Batman, you've got... Zatanna or Zatanna however you want to say her name Mm -hmm. so she she could impact Deadshot and Harley and Killer Croc if they ran across her so that that would be something that they would have to now possibly uh, go up against so that would that would impact them just as much as it would um, you know Superman Wonder Woman and you know everybody else
1: yeah It's cool thinking about that, like, um, you know, with Superman flying around all over the city and stuff before this movie happens and before the events that the Suicide Squad members are just thinking just that, like the only other, you know, side of metahuman activity that I think that they see that out in the open is Superman, an alien flying around. So that kind of Mm -hmm. puts their street level ability on the back burner. Um, I mean, it's weird. Weird. So like once you think, yeah, imagine Deadshot sitting there on a rooftop waiting for his target to show up and then him having the thought of, Oh yeah, that Superman guy exists. <laughs> like, that's, he could yeah. show up. Yeah. Not even yeah. that, just like the fact that he exists, it kind of just make it, I feel like it would make Deadshot feel so small mm-hmm. and just really anybody. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just the, even in man of steel, when all the Kryptonians show up mm-hmm. or what's left of, you know, the sort of row and it's like, Aliens exist, like mm-hmm. you, like the incredible shot in Man of Steel where it is just the um, the Black Zero hovering over Metropolis, and there's all these shots of people in ferries and in traffic or on their way to work, and they're just and they're just staring. There's many shots of it just lo- looming above them, and it's that moment of like, this is an alien movie mm-hmm. now. This like, is bigger than like, us. this whole movie is an alien movie. It's not like it's like a Superman movie second. It's first of all a Lois Lane movie that has Superman in it, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And it's Lois Lane. Lois Lane Lane first contact. Yeah, Lois Lane discovers (laughs) aliens. One of them is good. Like it is, it is that kind of movie. And so it's like aliens exist, and then uh, Victor Frankenstein exists in the second movie, and does weird science experiments. And then this one is like, okay, that's magic. Mm -hmm. You have magic sword, magic fire guy, magic sun and moon deities Mm -hmm. fighting each other so um yeah what's really cool is like i I, in my opinion i you know i would probably say diablo is the only metahuman the other ones just have like conditions basically where like because they have that scene in the john f Ostrander building where he does the he like torches the Mm -hmm. the rafters and stuff like i got all the eyes of the adversary up there and it is like they are so wowed by that um even though we've seen people with fire abilities in comic book movies before, it's like okay, but this is the first time anyone in this DC Cinematic Universe is even seeing someone who's just like, I am going to put my hands out and fire is going to come out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a metahuman. To them, they don't know that exists. Yeah, they just think Killer Croc has a skin condition or uh, Deadshot just has a really good aim. Yeah, like, and you know, and so he is a to me like the only metahuman in the group um, besides Enchantress um so this is so it's safe to assume that this
1: uh is kind of the first time they're really hearing someone else say hey the metahumans are a sign of change yeah like you guys are a sign of change
0: and we kind of talked about it in the beginning of the movie because we were saying that out of the events of dawn of justice what happened with the death of superman the person that did win was amanda waller because we were talking about like how Amanda Waller said, oh, I won't get rid of the metahumans. I will make them work for me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, she won because she got all those, she got all the documents about the Justice League and the Suicide Squad. And, and and Lex Luthor is in prison or in Arkham now, I guess. And it's like, she won out of all of them. Superman is gone. She doesn't have to worry about him. Mm-hmm. Batman is absent and I don't know, doing his own thing. But it's like, she's just, she's got everything now. And it mm-hmm. was like, all right, you're the one who wins. Like it's just, it was just a power move. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's see, we, we get a really bad line from Deadshot. I don't, I do not I didn't, didn't want to say that, but it's like my note and I really want to point it out.
1: It honestly just seems like a normal Will Smith line to me. I think they said, Will
0: Smith, just say something. Yeah. And he <laughs> said, lady, you are evil. Mm-hmm. And I went, wow. Yeah. It's incredible work. I don't you know, know
2: what? I'm I'm gonna defend this line. Okay, go for it. I am gonna make a case for this line because I think it is fascinating that here you have this guy who is for all we know, because he goes up against Batman, we know him as a villain. And he is out there, you know, killing people for money. He's a mercenary, and he is calling someone else evil. He has this uh very interesting line of morality for him that he he senses evil in someone else, but he mm-hmm. doesn't really see that in himself. And he is the character who you know wears I am the light and the way on his costume, mm-hmm. which is a reference to John 14 6, where Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. So I think it's very interesting that this character who is, you know, wearing a a bit of scripture on himself, on his person. He has this sense of morality where, and it's kind of a strange morality, like you would think that he would see that in himself, but I guess that's the whole point of this movie is that they're dealing with their sins and their actions. So I think it is really fascinating for me that he calls someone else evil.
1: Yeah. I, I As you were saying that, I was thinking of the comparison in... Pulp Fiction with Samuel Jackson quoting Ezekiel and him being the shepherd and um, uh, Tim Roth being the evil man and, and all these like and, well there or was, am I the evil yeah there was that whole thing the- so that kind of made me think of 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 that a little bit but mm-hmm. um, yeah no Rebecca you're right it's uh it's it's Deadshot going back and and at what point. It makes me ask the question again. Has Deadshot ever considered himself a metahuman? And have they ever considered the fact that the metahuman uprise is a change? And I think him shouting, Lady, you are evil, I I think that's an indication of they have never thought about that. They've never even compared them to other metahumans or other beings of this power kind of thing. Specifically, Deadshot, I think that he wakes up and he, he just does his job. He goes to work, mm-hmm. and that's that's He's it. He's just
0: really good at it. Yeah. And he likes doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, um, hold on. I lost my shade of thought. But um, there was, um, like, it would, I mean, it could have been kind of cool if uh, he, like, maybe tried to denounce her. Because she is technically, like, a godlike character. But, like, you could denounce that. You are a false god instead. There would be something yeah. there. You could do a little... Reference back to Dawn of Justice, with that Mm. statue. Um, Yeah, we are dealing with uh, other deities here. So it is kind of like, actually, you're evil, and you actually don't own this planet. And so um, it is cool that Deadshot, like, stands up for that. And, and, like, we are noticing a change of, like, these are heroes. Albeit, they might be the worst heroes, but they're heroes now. Mm -hmm. Heroes with an asterisk. Heroes, (laughs) Heroes, yeah, <laughs> um, And that's when she calls for her brother's help, which is what siblings do when they get <laughs> angry. Uh, and so here comes Incubus out of nowhere. Um, how do you guys like Incubus? I, Nate, I got your opinion. But yeah, Rebecca, cool. do you like Incubus?
2: I'm, I'm not crazy about him as a character and his visual. I do think that what's what's interesting about him is that he looks a little fiery. I don't know exactly what, you know, all of his parts are and what they do, but he looks like he's made of fire. Mm -hmm. And so to pit him against Diablo fits really well in terms of him, uh, Diablo, sort of facing his dark mirror in Incubus. So I think that's what works about him. But as as a visual and as a a villain that they have to fight. I'm not crazy about him, but I think it's worth noting that the Suicide Squad is freaked out about Mm -hmm, him. mm -hmm. They don't know what to do. So I think that points back to what we were talking about, about how, you know, what, what are these characters in the suicide squad what have they have they gone up against characters like this or is this their first introduction to more magical characters who have more powers than they do
1: yeah i think it's definitely the first introduction it's but then it begs the question of what were they doing during the black zero event and and what is their what is their thoughts on I mean, we got Amanda Waller's thought about Superman flying in the sky afterwards, but we didn't get any of these people's thoughts. The other meta humans, you know, and we also didn't get
0: thoughts about doomsday because there was a little bit of footage. Yeah. But then, you know, once Wonder Woman enters the scene, there's no more footage to be found of this. Like, and, and, but it's like, there were helicopters showing off doomsday. Mm -hmm. So it is like, okay, well there's something else out there. Yeah. It's a monster. Yeah.
1: Um, Diablo, I'll defend him just because it's sun god. He's got sunspots. Okay, that's. <laughs> I, I <think laughs> it's just it's like a it's just the design of uh you know sun deity kind of thing, um which I'm just like yeah okay, um but then you want to compare it to his sister, June Moon, goddess of moon and stuff like that, and what is her visual representation of that? Electric- Pale skin? Electricity doesn't come from the moon. Uh the only thing that I was trying to reach for was that the smoke coming off her is flowing like water, tides, and a moon. I don't know. Pale skin is probably the closest. I was closest thinking we're like if get. she
0: had like moonlight skin, like that yeah. kind of thing, that could yeah. have been like That's a- probably
1: the closest we can get. And then <laughs> she also has a like giant skin. moon
0: on her forehead. Yeah,
1: so like the attire is matches. says moon. But then, it. it but Mark, you asked the question, why doesn't Enchantress look like him I as would well? Lo- I I, or at least uh, have a form would, like, like design that. Design
0: wise, I like his design mm-hmm. and I wish she had something similar but I don't make this movie so whatever. And it's Cara Delevingne, they gotta put Cara Delevingne in it yeah. so they, yeah. got, they gotta do what they gotta do which is fine. Yeah. I just, I, I think it's a cool design and I honestly, I always look forward to this part of the movie because I do like Giant monster fights, kind of thing, and so this, you know, as we get further into it, like uh, it's cool to see Incubus, like just walking around very casually, Mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna destroy you guys. He's a boss fight, yeah, that's
1: and that's kind of scary him walking down the stairs. Uh, and it's not like a big fanfare, he actually is walking down to throw punches, yeah, you know. Um, I think it'll be cool to contrast uh, the character builds of Incubus and Diablo's form Mm because it's too similar yeah. uh elements the same element um one being uh south american Aztecian and and the other being
0: well, south american
1: there. Aztecian. yeah <laughs> right. we'll we'll put, a, we'll put a
0: pin into it and come back um but before we end, uh us just say uh, we get a few few little uh reactions from the suicide mm-hmm. squad which
1: i'd be having the same reaction as boomerang as su- <laughs> as boomerang. I mean like dead shots is oh wow.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. That's cool. <laughs> I like Harley that. Quinn's is like uh-oh and then Katana's like uh I need to do something yeah. like right now. Yeah.
1: Um but <laughs> boomerang is uh his his little outburst is I think my favorite. Um what is the whole line we're going this is going to be a fight. We're going to be what does he gonna, say? It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah. That's uh that's Whenever I'm facing a boss in a video game, that's significantly bigger. I always have that like, oh boy, this <laughs> is it. <laughs> <All
0: right.
2: laughs> Here we go.
0: Yeah. So cool. All right. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. And you can also find us on the Facebook group to DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society where you can talk to us about Suicide Squad Minute or Man of Steel Minute or Dawn of Justice Minute. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for Minute 109 of Suicide Squad.